Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Week five in the NFL is already upon us. A month already in the books and already this feels like a pivotal weekend for some teams in the National Football League as they look to progress this season. It's a big weekend as well for this show because we went one and two last weekend. The Jacksonville Jaguars failing to cover by half a point. It doesn't get much closer than that. But we are four and nine on the season. We've got some catching up to do. And it starts right here as we turn the page onto week five in the NFL. Graves on Gridiron with Richard Graves. Yes, welcome along to Graves on Gridiron. I am your host, Richard Graves. The Jags agonizingly close to making a losing record in week four be a winning record in week four. But on such games, records do turn. So catching up to do, as I say, we've got a big game in London this weekend with the Packers and the Giants meeting at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The first time since competitive games came to the UK that we have two teams with a winning record facing off against each other. That being said, The Packers and Giants do not feature in this week's selection of games. We're going to get straight into it, and it's with two one and three teams heading into week five. The Detroit Detroit Lions, rather, head to Foxborough, Massachusetts, and the home of the New England Patriots. A month into this season, and the Detroit Lions have the number one ranked offense in the National Football League. We all predicted that, right? Well, they're not just the top-ranked team in total offense. They're the number one-ranked scoring offense as well. They average 35 points per game. The big frustration for Dan Campbell and this Detroit Lions team is that as good as they've been offensively, they've absolutely mirrored it and being as bad defensively. They're dead last in total defense. They're dead last, ranked 32nd overall in scoring defense. And they rank 31st against the run. Well, what is it the New England Patriots do? They run the ball. Last weekend, without starting quarterback Mac Jones in the lineup, they ran the ball for 167 yards and scored 24 points in the process against a Green Bay Packers defensive unit, which, by all assessments, is a good defense. This has all the makings for me of a high-scoring game. The Patriots' defense has held opponents to fewer than 20 points, just once so far this season. Really unusual for a Bill um, Belichick-led unit. The Lions, on the other hand, have scored fewer than 30 points only once this season. I'm going to expect a shootout here. Lions quarterback Jared Goff has been playing as well as any time I can recall during his NFL career. DeAndre Swift was missing last week uh, through injury. Uh, Jamal Williams stepped in very capably. You had Goff slinging the ball around, as he's done in most games, largely because they can't keep anybody out of their own end zone. On the other side of the ball, I think the New England Patriots will look to utilize Harris and Stevenson, uh, ground and pound game. Mac Jones, of course, their starting QB missed out last week. Brian Hoyer left the game against Green Bay with a concussion. Um, It remains to be seen whether Mac Jones will be fit enough to return this time Um, around for the visit of the Lions. Either way, their their offense is going to be predicated on the run, and the Lions can't really stop anybody at the moment. Equally, offensively, even without key players like DeAndre Swift, Armand St. brown their star wide receiver last weekend, they were still able to put points on the board. I don't see that changing this weekend. 
The line is set at 45.5 for total points in this game. Take the over, over 45.5 total points. Game two sees the Tennessee Titans with a 2-2 two two record go to Washington to take on the Commanders, a 1-3 record for them. Their only win this season came in the opening weekend against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The opening line for this game sees the Titans as 2.5-point favourites. They come into this matchup off the back of a much-needed season-boosting win over AFC South rivals, the Indianapolis Colts. The Commanders, on the other hand, well, they suffered another loss. This time it was on the road to NFC East divisional rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. And right now, Washington's biggest issue lies on the offensive line. Simply, they cannot protect quarterback Carson Wentz. I know that Wentz uh, off-season trade acquisition um, has come in for a lot of criticism, some of it rightly so, but especially in the last two weeks against the Eagles and Cowboys, from what I've seen, he's running for his life back there. They simply cannot protect him. Through four games this season, he's already been sacked 17 times. That's more than enough to make even the most experienced quarterback feel just a little bit flighty sat there in the pocket. So far, the Titans as a team, they have 10 sacks this year. Frankly, expect that figure to improve and improve dramatically on Sunday. Both teams come into this game Missing star rookie wide receivers, Jahan Dotson, who's been an ever-present threat in the end zone for the Washington Commanders. He's sidelined. Traylon Burks, the guy they drafted last April and earmarked to replace A.J. Brown, he's missing as well. But the Titans will lean heavily on their run game and Derrick Henry. You look through four games, Henry's yet to have a true breakout game this year, and this could be that game. Washington are only scoring 18 points a game themselves, but they've only scored 18 points total in their last two games in those defeats to the Eagles and the Cowboys. They are a struggling team right now, and if the Titans can control the uh, time of possession in this game and the scoreboard with an effective ground game, we've already touched upon Derrick Henry, I don't see any reason why that isn't the case um, in this matchup at all then this will likely be another long day for the Washington Commanders on defense. And I don't really see them getting close to the Titans here. As I said at the top of this preview, the Titans start the game uh, favored by two and a half points. Take the Tennessee Titans to cover that. Take the Titans at minus 2.5. Graves on gridiron. Okay, our final game in this week's selection takes us over to the West Coast, the home of the Super Bowl champion, LA Rams with a 2-2 two and two record, and they welcome into SoFi Stadium this weekend the 3-1 and one Dallas Cowboys. Now, four weeks ago, the Cowboys' season looked dead and buried. Dismal they were in their Week 1 home loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Starting quarterback Dak Prescott lost for at least a month with that fractured thumb and a frankly tough-looking fixture schedule uh, lay ahead. What a difference a month makes. Backup quarterback Cooper Rush is 3-0 starting for the Cowboys this season. Dallas's record has improved to 3-1, and and they have a defensive front which is playing lights-out football right now. In contrast, it's been a bit different uh, for the reigning Super Bowl champion, the LA Rams. They're at 500, a 2-2 two and two record through the first month of the season. Offensively, they've struggled, and that was really highlighted on Monday night when they could only m- muster nine points against the San Francisco 49ers. 
Their offensive line looks worryingly porous. Matt Stafford at quarterback has been sacked 16 times through four games. That's a problem heading into this matchup against a Cowboys defensive front, which is active and right now specializes in getting to the quarterback. As a team, they've already sacked opposing QBs 15 times this season. Only the Philadelphia Eagles as a defense have more sacks to their name. Micah Parsons is being talked about as a potential defensive player of the year candidate. That might be an issue for the reigning defensive player of the year, who, of course, plays for the Rams. That's Aaron Donald. In their current three-game win streak, the Cowboys have only turned the ball over once. They've been playing clean football. Cooper Rush hasn't thrown a pick. He hasn't fumbled the ball away. Expect Donald and co. to have something to say about that on Sunday night. They will want to move Cooper Rush off his spot and put pressure on him. Equally, I don't expect this to be a high-scoring game. Without Prescott, Dallas have leaned heavily on their defense to wreak havoc this season, and they have. This unit hasn't given up more than 19 points in any single game this season. That was week one to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The LA Rams have only scored more than 20 points in a game once. Can you believe that through four games? They, they look like they're a team missing players like Andrew Whitworth at left tackle, like Odell Beckham Jr. at wide receiver. They rank a lowly 29th in scoring offense through the first month. They're only averaging 17.5 points per game. Well, now you face a Dallas Cowboys defense, which are ranked third in scoring defense. They're only giving up 15.5 points per game. Don't expect a shootout in this one. And frankly, do not expect the LA Rams to score over 24 points in this game. The line for them has been set at 24.5 points. Take the LA Rams to score fewer than 24.5 points in this game. Okay, let's recap the three games selected from the Week 5 slate. We start with the Detroit Lions heading to the New England Patriots. Look at the total points for this one. Take the over at 45 and a half points. Then it's on to Washington as the Washington Commanders host the Tennessee Titans. The Titans start, start this game as two and a half point favorites. Take them to cover that. Take the Titans at minus 2.5. And then we, we finish up at SoFi Stadium as the Super Bowl champion, LA Rams host the Dallas Cowboys. The Rams line is set at 24 and a half points for them to score in this game. Take the under, under 24 and a half points in this game. Remember, of course, you can hit me up on Twitter at Richard Graves One to read a little bit more about these three games we've selected and the reasons why we've picked them in the way we have. Go to my website, rdgmedia.uk. Click on the Talking Sport tab, and there you'll see Week 5, Overcoming the Odds. Click on that, and you can read about all three games discussed in this week's podcast. It's been a pleasure as always. We're looking, as we always say, to win them all. Let's go 3-0 in Week 5. Enjoy the slate, guys. Remember, first and foremost, it is fun. Bear that in mind when you're watching these games, and we'll come back and reconvene next week to preview Week 6 in the NFL. Subscribe to Graves on Gridiron wherever you listen to podcasts and keep up to date with the latest on Twitter. Search for Richard Graves 1. That's Richard Graves, the number 1.